Hello there and welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. I'm your host, Vidas Pinkavichus. Welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast number 79. Today is uh, Sunday, January 29th, 2017. And today's guest is... uh, a Danish organist and composer, Tuo Bjorn Larsen, from Svendborg. He is the organist at St. Nikolai Church there, and he leads a fantastic musical life in this church. Uh, he organizes uh, organ concert series and musical festivals all year round, and he also plays this beautiful uh, Markusen organ which has been enlarged recently into four manuals so uh, today in this conversation uh, we will be talking about his musical journey uh, what it means to uh, play the organ for him how he fell in love uh, with the organ long time ago how he started composing what inspires him to create right and uh, his other uh, impresario work that he does because he connects organists from all over the world to come and play organ recitals at his church in Svendborg. So listen to this interview and I hope you will get inspired by what you can become one day also, what you can do uh, starting from today perhaps. Not everything that Tua does uh, in his uh, 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 very busy and creative scheduling, but perhaps starting small and uh, uh, taking those small steps every day to get better at organ playing, maybe creativity start creating, and even connecting people and starting to organize organ uh, concerts or series. So let's go to the show and let's be inspired. Thank you so much, Tua, uh, for joining this conversation. I'm so eager to know more about uh, your uh, organist journey, your composer journey, uh, about your music style, right? Uh, uh, what sort of work you do at St. Nikolai Church in Svendborg in Denmark. And uh, those things will be very, very fascinating to, to people around the world from 89 countries we have listeners. So thank you so much for your generosity time and ideas and welcome to the show thank you very much my pleasure uh, Tua, let me ask this question about your childhood first because uh, uh, let's face it probably you fell in love with the organ long long time ago right do you remember the love story with the organ who was the first person who introduced you to the organ and how it happened well it wasn't actually like that it was uh, kind of different because I was very fascinated by sound as a child, um, and um, I got my actually I got my mother and father to uh, buy a piano so I could because I couldn't keep my fingers away from a piano each time I got in in in, in the near of it and. Um, well, I, I think that's the comp- <coughs> excuse me. That's the uh, composer part of me, and uh, I I played, uh, and I actually played uh, 
for fun all my childhood around this piano. And I wasn't really good exercising. I knew I would never be a pianist. And, but I loved every sound music at all. And then I found out when I was about, I think it was very, very late, that I played with, and I played a lot of other music at that time uh, with young people who <laughs> played rock music and a lot of different things. And I thought uh, about when I got out of high school, I thought either you play Saturday night or you play Sunday morning. And I thought Sunday morning is when you want to have a family, child, children, and so on, it's it must secure, secure. So I decided to get in touch with an organist, and I get got to the dome, dome in Odense, and I said I want to, I want to to, to try to play organ. Aha. And that's what, that's the way we started. Interesting. And, and, uh, tour. and uh, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, what fascinated about organ in your early days the most? Why did you choose the organ? Uh, the organ because all well, as this, this fascination of sound, mm -hmm. it can the organ can do everything. I think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have the orchestra. The, you can, and and I think the, the the acoustic in the church is just this spiritual feeling that that's, that's, means a lot to me. You're absolutely right. It's a, it's a magnificent feeling to sit on the organ bench, uh, whether it's a small organ or a big organ, large organ. Yes, doesn't matter. Exactly. Does, doesn't matter. The acoustics is tremendously important of the church, right? It creates this magical surrounding, right, and magical atmosphere. And uh, then we find out perhaps that the organ is a, like a living organism, right? Yes, and this has a mystical, spiritual feeling. Yes, exactly, and 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 the acoustic and the and and the church is a part of the instrument actually. So you have all this together. It's it goes up. Yes, it makes sense <laughs> in the feelings. How, how were how old were you, uh, Tua, uh, when you first started playing organ? Yes, I was actually old. <laughs> I think I was I was nineteen. Nineteen, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I have students. I, was, I have students in their eighties who oh, are still playing. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. And do you remember to what was the first organ piece that you practiced? First organ piece. Was it a, a church um, uh, chorale uh, or maybe yes. a, right a Lutheran chorale? Maybe maybe that was a folk song or maybe that was a, some kind of baroque composition, Bach chorale prelude from Schubler. Do you remember? Yeah, not exactly the first one, but this was this uh, very in Denmark at that time famous organ school book, uh -huh. Finn Vidor. I made this book and we just started on page one and, and uh -huh. my teacher got me through the whole pieces. So that's the way it was. Mm -hmm. at, at the age of 19, you're uh, a young adult, right? You have this 
completely formed uh, mental state, right? You can even vote, right? And drink alcohol yes. and drive cars and play organ, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, so yeah. you are complete uh, person in in a in a way, not well, like a child, like, not like a child beginning to play organ from the age right. of seven, right? right, or six. Mm. Now you have this. Uh, uh, now you have this uh, self-formed idea what organ can do, what it can't do, your passion, your dream, your goals, your pr frustration. You understand it uh, mentally, right? What was it for you in those days that uh, was fascinating about organ? It was all the possibility uh, to experiment mm -hmm. and try something out. All the... I was so lucky that when I was 21, I got my first position as an organist mm -hmm. with a new organ. This was <clears throat> all new. Uh, two manuals, pedal that, and 16 stops, but it was a new Marcuson organ, mm -hmm. and everything was really the action and all pipes. was, And I could just experiment different sounds, different combinations. All that was... Uh, I was... Uh, really fascinating mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they uh, well from then on i just kept on i i couldn't couldn't stop right couldn't stop. it's it's like a drug right there is no escape from organ playing once you no, start it no. yes <laughs> some right. people some people stop playing for decades right and then later when they have more time in their senior years they come back to organ bench and this have lifelong passion about organ that they can't forget um, no. uh, what was uh, to, uh, to uh, um, challenging for you at the beginning uh, was it always easy to play pedals and uh, hands and feet together or did you find something frustrating it was, a, it was very frustrating it was a very great challenge because I couldn't play <laughs> and I, I got this position and, and I, I had to play uh, from 21 years And I, and I, I didn't know. I, I came from no. I had no context. I didn't have. I didn't know the chorales. I didn't know. Any, I had to leave ev everything from scratch. On it was really hard. And I, I could hear that it didn't sound right. Mm -hmm. So I had to practice. I had to practice. I had to practice all the time. Mm -hmm. And but then again, I, there was some things that I could uh, just play around with. Besides, uh, and having fun, so it was always uh, I, 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 I practiced for hours on that. Mm -hmm. Well, it you're right. You're right. Uh, to took me many years, <laughs> but to just just be confident with you, to play to the service that was it took me many years, many many. Years. Uh, every success is never an overnight success, right? Or they say overnight success. Takes uh, you know ten years, right? Overnight <laughs> 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 success, but uh, um, it's interesting to uh, uh, can you share us uh, uh, what uh, at which point of your life did you realize that you can also create music as a composer? Was it early or later? No, I was actually afraid of starting I will, after, when I f finished my organ studies uh, it, it took some time and before I started uh, really the really composition studies because I, I, I was afraid because that was the beginning for me and I didn't want anyone to destroy it so I just I wanted that uh, all my ideas and such but then I thought again that 
Well, I could always, if I felt that they destroyed something for me, then I could uh, drop it. Mm-hmm. So I started, and then it went on, and it ended. Then I, 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 so it's, I, I finished that too, and I, I thought that I could be, well, um, it's like in the composer world, you have composers, and then you have organ composers, because all organists, all organists have to and can do a lot of things because they have to do it in service and have to do improvise and to do things. So in the composer world, it's like, uh, well, they are organists, well, but it's organist composers. And I thought, well, I want to be a real composer. Right. So I, so I took this studies afterwards. But the only thing I've really found out was that I am an organist composer because I I like to write for the organ, <laughs> and I like to write church music for organ choir, organ instruments, and then it was okay. I did my exam and so, and I found out that I don't need to be composer, composer. I'm an organist composer. That's okay. Right. You know, who else will write for the organ if not the organist, right? That's right. And that's, they, they know best. They know, they know best. the best instrument. And let's face it, in many cases, um, organ is not the most popular instrument today, right? In many instances. <laughs> Sometimes, yes, it is. Uh, it, yes. Thanks to tremendous efforts uh, uh, from people uh, who are really bringing it to the uh, to the general audience. But but it's 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 not in the forefront of of general culture right no that's uh, right but uh, nevertheless i think a lot of organists face this dilemma should i only perform or sh- or can i really find myself in a place where i can find courage to create right it's two different things perform and create yeah. right yes that's right how do you deal with this uh, dilemma when that's do you perform and when do you create yes that's right it's it's two different different processes it's um, you have to f- yes it, sometimes it's hard to keep both things going you have to focus on the one or the, the, the other one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, I think uh, the, it inspires I- I- each other so you when you get this because the, the, the person who wrote the organ piece that you had to play as uh, as an actor was also composer so when you have that in mind you have this thing you have you get want some ideas to be alive and you have to create them and that will inspire your playing and your playing may be inspiring the other way around so i think you it's two processes and you have to deal with to how to focus Exactly, exactly. Uh, you, you're absolutely, you're absolutely to right to uh, um, people. We have this uh, sometimes fear, right, to start creating uh, because naturally um, when they first start to play on the organ, not too many people play 
improvisations, let's say, right? A lot of people play, play either hymns, church chorales, or the written down compositions from masters yes. of the past periods, yes. um, from Baroque period or or uh, Renaissance or or Romantic period, right? Not to mention, perhaps play from the 21st century right away. But still, the masters call us to perform their works, right? And and as you say, sometimes we get this want to create also, right? And it inspires our uh, performance later on. Yes. Because uh, if you write even a, a simple eight measure phrase, right? On the page, right? With pencil. You have to let it out from your minds, right? A minute ago it wasn't there, but you have created mm-hmm. something which will endure maybe for centuries, right? It doesn't matter, right? Whether for centuries or thousands of years, but <laughs> but yeah. it's there. You you are creator. And I think it's so important for people to realize that, that we have this power um, to create uh, in any... In any any uh, way we want as musicians we we create with music right with notes we create but uh, there are other thousands of ways to create right so yeah. i'm glad you chose music to <laughs> well actually i thought when i was young i would be a painter but god didn't want me to be that so uh-huh. he forced me into music but because i think i as a child i would rather be i was very shy i was sitting painting and I thought always I will be but he pushed me uh-huh. because when you when with music you have to perform you have to be in front of people you can't sit just in uh, uh, by your desk and uh, make your paintings or your cartoons or whatever and then go away yes. but with music it's right here it's now and you have the audience and he forced me to do that and formed me mm-hmm. so I became another person because all my shyness had to go away. You can't play with that. You can't create music here now with that feeling. Do you have this uh, feeling that you can come back to painting one day in your life later? Um, Do you well, have I, this inner desire <laughs> still? No, I, 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 I'm I still very, very fond of now. Uh, it's I'm very old fashioned. Because I still write in my hand when I write my scores. Excellent. I don't idea. use. I just don't use uh, the. Just, <laughs> it's just like painting, right? You're using I your guess, hand. That's the way my painting gets out because I I have Sibelius and I have other programs and I each time I start, well I get back to the paper, pencil and the paper, mm-hmm. and and I, I, I well not to to well I, I'm, I'm I'm quite proud of it but. People say it's more personal when they see the note. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I can do something that will take me hours and hours by the computer. Just And the idea I wanted was just to do it by the pencil. And then that, that, that's why I get very fr- frustrated by the programs because it takes me so much time. Mm-hmm. And then when I then like to paint, I paint the notes instead. Exactly. It's that's the way it it's comes like out. painting. You you are painting yeah. the note. You are doing calligraphy, some sort, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's it a slow out. process, and um, your your mind leads your fingers, right, and creates ideas, and you put it down on paper, which becomes later melodies, and people can play. Yes. 
And I, I, in fact, actually, one of my teachers who also did this, he said, because you, when you do it in your hand, it takes longer time, and your mind is with you. Exactly. But when you just do it by a computer, it gets too, it's easy, mm-hmm. it gets very fast, and you perhaps do not reflect that much about it. I don't know if that, because I know young people, for them it's very easy and it's natural and that's okay. But for me it's another process. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, everybody has to find their own technique, right? Um, yes. And, and their own probably inspiration. Uh, to, uh, what was uh, your first inspiration uh, on the organ or in composition? Uh, did you look at the works of the masters before you or you create something out of your own mind completely original well i think in the start i just wanted to keep uh, these ideas of my own so i i tried to do something um i thought was nobody else had done before <laughs> when you're young you don't know so much but uh, further on as I uh, got in touch with uh, all different other composers uh, uh, and so all these things I um, heard com- organ compositions and, and uh, well you, you start to use the techniques you try to form them and yes so I, I still find out in that well uh, have you heard about the Danish composer Named Wood Langord. Now I know. Now I know him. Oh. Yes, you know him. Now, now, yes, because of you. No, okay. Yes, he was. Uh, he was uh, at the time by Carl Nielsen. Uh-huh. Okay. At the same time, but but he was not. Uh, Carl Nielsen was the hero, and he was uh, the well. He was a kind of ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. I see. And and uh, when Ligeti, Georgia Ligeti, came to Sweden. And got in touch with his music. He said, "Well, I just found out that I, Ligeti, am an am a rural language epigon. Is the epigon is that the right name when you do something that some had done before? Epigoni, epigon. Uh huh. I I know what you mean. Yes. Uh, yes. You create something I, for the I, first time." Mm-hmm. I have found out very many, many times that I was a epigone by, yeah, well, <laughs> many others, because I thought, I, 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 well, I've heard something, and you know, you write something because you feel it from the heart, but then you hear some of other, uh, and you find out that they have done that before. <laughs> I don't know if you understand. I know. What I mean. It's like it's like explorers in jungles, right? They go, yeah. they go yes. and see. Oh, this is a new landscape. Oh, this yes. is a new animal. I I have discovered yes. a new animal, right? Yes. And then yes. only to find out, oh, that's not a new animal. It's already been discovered, right? Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. But, but I think but you it's, have to other ways. There's no other way. You have to go out and uh, try and... Uh, yes, because yes. you are still creator, you are still explorer, and you, nevertheless, if it's if this animal has been discovered already, but not by you. So, f- for you, right, it's, it's <laughs> new. Yes, that's right. That's right. Excellent. So, Tua, um, how would you... Uh, describe your style in in a few words. What best uh, uh, 
um, is uh, is is it? Uh, can you describe your compositional style uh, for us a little bit? I think uh, I'm a modernist, but uh, it's uh, sometimes it can be more. Well, is it modernist traditionalist? It's, mm-hmm. I'm not. It's. Uh, I think you have. If you want to be something that can stay mm-hmm. and not just fade away, but because when you're really uh, here and now, mm-hmm. then it's and modern, then it will fade away because tomorrow that will be old-fashioned. Very interesting idea, uh, Tua. And and I think there are two kinds of music uh, when we come uh, when we come when we talk about modern music, modernism, right? Um, uh, one kind of music has continuity, and another is sort of uh, in the now and uh, and difficult yeah. to predict, right? Uh, doesn't yes. have this flow of ideas. In which category would you put yourself? Well, you almost said it. I think the, I'm, I'm. I'm not. I'm in the first one. First one. The first category. I think yes, sure, sure. It has continuity, right? Yes, because I use forms and use uh, things more. Uh, I just more conscious. When I was young, I thought, as you said, I found a new animal. Now I'm conscious. This animal is already there, but I, I can do something else. Perhaps show another color. The zebra might not only be white and black. It can be. Uh, Yellow and blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> if you understand. Yes. Uh, uh, because if as a creator and composer, you have to have the meaning of that. This makes sense that you at, at, at all want to present something for other people, because otherwise you can just do it for yourself mm-hmm. and. You must have some ideas to think that will, well, perhaps I can just take a little bit, just a tiny little bit that is new. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean, Tua, because uh, when you're uh, trying to create something which hasn't been created before, uh, you have this um, sense of, uh, uh, you know, of doubt. Is it new or yes. was it... Is it a copy or a new right thing? And uh, uh, here is how original work comes today. I think original nobody can be t- original today because so many things has been uh, discovered, explored. Yes. But if you combine two ideas which rarely right. have been combined yes. before, That's or right. three ideas, That's right? right. You, you said about painting, right? You you paint a, a sea, right? But you mm-hmm. but you make it uh, green. Or or yellow, right? It's it's already yes. a combination of two strange ideas. Who is yellow? Sun is yellow, right? Uh, but in the form of 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 sea, right? Ocean, for example, yes. it's already new, in a way. With music, I think you're right. Also, if you create uh, something uh, with the technique which has been created, like a canon or a few mm-hmm. exactly. tra- traditional f- form, right? Yes. But you use a new mode, for example, some kind of yes. or rhythm, rhythmical yes. idea, yes. which is rarely yeah. met in the Western world, right? Like uh, Hindu raga, uh, right? Yes. Uh, exactly, right? yes. Uh, Hindu raga uh, yes. or tala, right? Uh, yes. Then, voila, you are original. Mm-hmm. Yes. You combine it two original, not original ideas, and it becomes original. 
Yes, it's not a pastiche. No, it, it, no, it's, it's, it's not. not it's, it's, it's something. It's, you try to do something. You try to show a new thing. Yeah, it's not a pastiche. It's probably no. it's not a pastiche because I in pastiche, exactly. uh, it's in pastiche. You have uh, several ideas which uh, alternate. Uh, yes. they're not really connected, right? But in in your case, you're probably making an original work out of two or more. Uh, already known ideas, but it, it's unified, right? As I say, yes. with canon or with yes. fugue, yes. it's, yes. it's a composition yes. which is yes. unified. Is that how you work, Tua? Yes, I think. It's, mm -hmm. it, it sounds quite like that, because I use old techniques, uh, and I, I combine different things. And, um, well, it sounds... Sometimes it may sounds a bit old-fashioned, but other times it it comes out to be very modern. Mm -hmm. it, it's so different. But I, I follow what I, my as there was a Norwegian composer who once said, uh, "Please accept my ears." <laughs> it's a <laughs> and that's uh, well, it, it had to sound uh, good. I mean, I, it's a very. It, one thing that I've also found out when I studied was that there was very a lot of young, wrong, angry young men, and you can write a lot of music sound very bitter and harsh, but it's harder to make some music that is made that you want not only to protest, but you want to get your love to the world out mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. That's a very complicated thing mm -hmm. by, by composing I don't music, think you understand what I mean uh, I think I do uh, I'm trying to now translate it into uh, language that people around the world will understand too uh, by composing music you are trying to express your love to the world right Mm, yeah. Is that correct or close enough? Y yes it's some, something yes mm -hmm. uh, well uh, it, it's much difficult, more difficult to make uh, happy music than it makes to make sad music. Sad music, that's much uh, sad and angry music with dissonance and a <clears throat> protest. That's much more easy than to make something that inspiring, you, right? Yes, uplifting. I think you have a, mm -hmm. well, and and spiritual too. I mean. And from from your countries, we have a very great inspiration, I think, Pert uh, and other from uh, the Baltic uh, uh, countries can make these things. I think that's... Uh, when you cr create uh, tour music, um, you mentioned that you think about your future listeners, right? How will they... Um, react and, and perceive your music and uh, to what is your ideal listener do you think about it well yes uh, I think uh, well, when, when I in the process I don't think about the listener mm -hmm. because I think I'm quite ordinary listener too myself but mm -hmm. that's I'm wrong a lot of times I know because uh, when you work with music you, you're much more into it but of course, I want to open up the world for a listener. That's to show how great this world is, mm -hmm. how many aspects there are, how many 
sounds and ideas and what whatever I want to make the world greater. Uh, that sounds perhaps too much, uh, but the, I mean, you have some. I mean, when you talk about art, mm-hmm. you have a lot of modern art, and people can take it. But when you talk about music. Most people say modern music that is pop and rock music. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's not right because that is that's. But then you have to have cartoons on your on your walls instead of paintings, be, because the ear you can't you can't uh, shut your ears. You can look away from the picture, but you can't shut your ears. Well, it's a very complicated situation with music. I think mm-hmm. that. That the most, because there is many more people that are capable of looking at modern art than are li- capable of listening to modern music. You're right. You're right. To when you create, uh, do you find yourself in a situation uh, when you are influenced by the modern culture culture as well, or f- or you st- try to stay away from from the public uh, from the pop scene or rock rhythms and things it, like that it depends very much on what uh, what uh, what the composition is uh, what what is about i can uh, of course i can use but i, I, I will never i don't like I, I, I don't think i can do the pastiche i, I will have to make something put something into it to to make it to renew it mm-hmm it, in any tradition, you have to renew all the time because otherwise the, the tradition will stop. I mean, there will be no development. You have to renew all the time. Exactly. Show that. In your mind, who, who are you first, composer or organist today? Uh, today? Today. Not as a young person, today. Yes. In general, perhaps, uh, who, who are you feeling or or associating with more as an organist or or a composer? Well, I or think perhaps it's a mix of both. Yeah, I think it's a mix because uh, I I think there's so many. Uh, I'm very lucky to to have position uh, having playing in a church. I can compose. I can arrange concerts, mm-hmm. and I can. Getting in touch with people from the actually the whole world coming and playing. I hear, listen, and get inspired by this, and then they can inspire me my way of playing. It can inspire. I can hear some music that I never heard before, and I can also I have a choir in the church I work with, and I, I think I'm a very lucky person having all these possibilities. But I don't want to just do one thing. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh, it, the, 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 the one thing inspires the other ones. And then you, well. Excellent. So I don't know if I can choose. I, I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose if I am uh, an organist or organ player or I'm a composer. That's the, 
I'm both. Like I'm, I'm half Norwegian and I'm half Dane. I can't choose. <laughs> exactly. It's in your blood, right? It, yes. it to be both organist and composer. Yeah. That what you write uh, in your signature, right? Organist and composer at yeah. uh, Saint Nikolai right. Church. And yeah. talking about Saint Nikolai Church in Svendborg uh, in Denmark, where you work. Uh, What uh, what kind of responsibilities do you have there? What is the musical life uh, look like in 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 at Saint Nikolai? Well, uh, I was uh, I, I got this um, possibility to work in Saint Nikolai Church, and they wanted me to open up the ch the, the church for the city with music. Mm -hmm. That's that's quite something, I think. It's in the middle of of the city, and um, you just open the doors, and people can go from the walking street right directly into the church. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, a lot of uh, my work is also to arrange concerts, and uh, we have now. I've been here for this is will be the fifteenth year. Mm -hmm. uh, And from the start, I started with the uh, the uh, organ festival in August. Uh, it from three to to five days in a row with the uh, organists from all over the world. Yes. And beside this, I have I am um, Saturday uh, uh, noon concert each first. Saturday of the month, mm -hmm. and these concerts I try to do as multitude, multi, as different as possible, mm -hmm. so that as many people come into the church, and also try to combine with the organ. And now we we have got the organ restored and renewed and uh, expanded in 2016. So I think now that I want. As many people as possible to hear that the organ is a fantastic instrument, uh -huh. that, uh, but with all the new sounds that the the, the, the organ can now, so they don't think that organ is a dull instrument. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want them to. I want to open up, but still, I want to have uh, different of other uh, types of concerts so that people come. To the church, uh -huh. and I'm, I'm, we're we're very lucky to have that. In uh, I think in, in Denmark, it's I know other places in the world, it's very different uh, how many people will come to concerts. But but these uh, Saturday noon concerts, uh, well, there can be two uh, hundred people like that, uh -huh. and that's that's uh, because I keep on the same time, and I, it's very different. And then I can present, I can for example present. Quite modern music because they know that the next time it will be baroque music, mm -hmm. the next time it will be the, it's only vocal music, next time it will be. So they come and so, uh, I think that's to keep on having a uh -huh. just the same uh, time that they know. They, uh, Well, a Saturday noon is a good time because people have to. They go out shopping and they go, uh, and then before they go home to have their lunch, they can take a uh, a concert <laughs> in the church. Excellent. 
As I have heard about this many other places in Europe too, uh, that's the way to, because if I make just a single organ concert uh, Thursday night at eight o'clock, uh-huh. and that will not, not, not so many people will come. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm very interested in expanding that so as many people as possible can hear and feel. And that's also why I, I have this made this uh, uh, international organ festival because I want I want the audience to hear that there are so many excellent organists around the world uh, and they even if they don't have the the secure possibilities as in Denmark they play much better exactly and i want i want i want to people to hear and they Yes. An organ can sound like this. You mentioned this fantastic idea uh, to, uh, about uh, lunch concerts, right? Uh, where people can go and uh, come and uh, listen to the music and uh, at the same time eat uh, some uh, sandwiches, right? In their uh, bags. Uh, so. Uh, uh, they, do, they don't eat in the church, but. They don't eat. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, but no, they eat afterwards, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And what kind? Uh, what kind of uh, um, organ do you have? I, I I look at the picture of the organ right now, and uh, it looks like like a three manual instrument, isn't it? It was a three three manual instrument until last year. Oh, mm-hmm. now we have four manuals. Four manuals, and, okay. Yes, because what you you can't, you can't see. It, is, it was a three-manual neo-baroque. Uh-huh. Markusen from Denmark, play, yes. uh, made in 1967. And um, it had no no string, no no gamba, no nothing. It was all very, we'll say, a bit harsh, but it was really, really good. All the action, everything is really good. The Spanish trumpet uh, is very Shemar. fine, everything. Shamar, yes. But, well, it needed some poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so uh, it has got this fourth manual. You can't see it in the front because it's in the back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All in the back, there is a nine-stop uh, uh, swell, swell. Mm-hmm. box. I see. So, so you expanded it, right, into four yes. manuals. Mm-hmm. Yes, from 32 to 44 stops. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And you have this Spanish horizontal trumpet and chamade, right? And, yes. Um, uh, very interesting uh, uh, neo-baroque sound, right? But you probably play uh, a lot of uh, modern music and uh, even romantic sometimes music, don't you think? Is, that's that's uh, the reason also for the swell, so swell in the, right. new, the fourth manual because now you can uh, you can do romantic music mm-hmm. uh, authentic authentically. Excellent. You can it can sound right, right now, mm-hmm. and also the modern for the modern there is a great possi- many great possibilities. As a concert but organizer, uh, uh, tour, uh, how um, how do you? Um, discover those uh, guest artists, guest organists. Uh, how uh, do they contact you, or you go out and search for them? That's a combination. Mm-hmm. It started with I got some contacts in the early days. I uh, 
I also, uh, at, when I played uh, out in the country, a small country church there, uh, I started uh, also a festival there. But after I was on a study uh, tour, to uh, we, we were both in with the conservatory. We were both in Paris and we were in Vienna and got some contacts. And uh, after that, I had some colleagues around and I was also assistant in the uh, uh, international organ competition in Odense. Odense, yeah. Some is. And I got contacts there, and um, then it's just a combination. I have asked those people, and uh, some it got spread around. So some contact me, and and now I don't know. I think I must. I don't know where, but but the the, the this um, August uh, days, Central uh, International Organ. Uh, Festival must figure somewhere out in cyberspace because I got really many news contact with people coming asking me to uh, to play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not me to play to to play in in, in the festival. In the festival, so, yeah. As I have told, I think I told you that uh, uh, this year and also next year is uh, fully booked. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I, I I think I have just to have calm down because. Uh, Perhaps uh, something new or something very good could possibly come up. And if I have booked for until 2025, oh, I see, I see. <laughs> cannot have uh, uh, the possibility to present uh, this extraordinary thing. So, so, but but it's it's fun to 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 have that and uh, and get contacts and you you. Can have the possibility of uh, listening to um, so many other ways of playing. So many. Uh, sometimes I ask people to play some music from their own country, which I never heard. I think uh, that's also yes. That's how you also make lifelong friends, don't you think? Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Because some of these artists will return, yes. and uh, I know these people. Uh, they uh, they. Um, some of them I know uh, write down what they played before and they will come with a new program. It's not the same. And when you know how good they are, I think that's, uh, yes, of course, come again. And, 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 and as you say, you get friends in that way. Yes. Uh, what is the most challenging thing for you when you organize those concerts, Tua? Mm. I think it would make. I wanted diversity. Diversity. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's a very um, compact five days, you know, in a row. Mm-hmm. And and if you want the audience to come at all concerts, probably a few does. But if you want, it has to be very different angles. You see. One only play baroque music. Another plays some music from his country. Only this country. Uh, another plays uh, just the hits, uh, you know, the organ hits, uh, and so on. So that there is something that makes I want to listen to that tomorrow again. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not the same thing. Diversity. Diversity. Yes. Yes. yes, it's important to to have a variety also in in the programs in the in the yes. scheduling in the guests also. Right. 
exactly uh, so to uh, with all your activities in church right around the cultural life uh, at saint nikolai when do you find time to practice organ playing well uh, th- th- this year uh, when i did something uh, extraordinary uh, with this um uh, ex- uh, renewal and renovation. It was in May, mm-hmm. and uh, after that, um, I, I had laid, made a row of twenty-seven uh, concerts because now it was each Saturday mm-hmm. because I wanted to present the new organ. So uh, all the, the organists of the island here, Fun, Fun. Yes. Island. All, all of them who, who could play a concert, I asked to come and play. So there was a, a um, concert each Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now we in two thousand and seventeen. It's only the first Saturday, but mm-hmm. but we had from May until uh, December each. So well, I didn't get much time. Well, when 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 could I practice? Well, then it was from seven until nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. That was the only time to for me because other had to play. And yes, uh, so. yes. As a, as a host, right? You have to leave uh, some time for the guest to practice, right? And you exactly. forget yourself sometimes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Uh, yes, and you leave yourself only the the night hours, right? Uh, perhaps. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when they are sleeping. Fantastic. Uh, so. Um, I, I think uh, your activities uh, as an organist, uh, composer, and uh, entrepreneur, let's say, right? Um, the connector of those uh, ideas into a musical performance and festival, right? Basically, is very, very rare today. The, uh, we have many, many people who want to be an organist, we, who want to to be a, a a composer, separate things, right? But you combine those things into one, and you also connect people through festivals, right? You are you are enter impresario, right? Basically, you are yes, impresario. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, so what you are doing, you are connecting people, which is so valuable today, Tua. And I hope you will be able to continue uh, to do this work. Uh, uh, even though it sometimes it's challenging, right, with their own challenges and frustrations, I know there might be many for you sometimes. Not, <laughs> it's not easy, right, to connect with people sometimes from all over the world and uh, to organize and make it uh, um, everything so flexible, but at the same time connected and uh, manageable, right? When when the concert series uh, becomes such a regular thing, it's it's like a like a uh, big company, a big uh, enterprise, and it's difficult to to run it. But you, I hope you will be doing it for many many years to come. So I will do my, I will do my best. I, I think I enjoy it. when it works. It's a very great pleasure doing. Before Sometimes it's a hard work, but but it's when it works, when it then it's it's all worth it. Right, right, because um, you are doing a world a better place, right, with all your activities. 
Well, I don't know, but I try. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. Before we end uh, our conversation tour, um, it's interesting. Uh, can you go back to the first years when you first started playing the organ or composing, right? Um, is there one thing you wish you wish you knew uh, back then that might might have uh, made your progress uh, faster or easier or more efficient? Or, or would you do everything the same way? Well, you will never do the uh, no, <laughs> never do this thing the uh-huh. same way. But, but I, I think I would probably, uh, probably be, be, be practice uh, practicing a bit more when I was young, because uh, I had to struggle a lot with the technique uh, later on, and. Uh, there's so many things that I want to do. So sometimes uh, when I write it, I have to exercise my own <laughs> things because the ideas are further on beyond my my finger, what my fingers can play. I know what so you I mean. Thought, I know what you mean. But I, I know a lot of uh, people that uh, have been exercising very much as from young. They 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 uh, destroy their their uh, their creation ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a balance mm-hmm. uh, to still get very. Fascinating, and and not only scales and up and down the keyboard. So, so uh, I don't know if if it could have been different. Mm-hmm. It, but I would I would love to have a better technique. <laughs> so, right. uh, do you think that later in life, if you start later uh, in life playing the organ, can you still develop a reasonably well developed technique? Or is it too late? You have to start at six or three years old. <laughs> uh, I don't think uh, I have to. I have to. Have, I have to think that this is never too late. It's never <laughs> because too late. Because right. you, uh, you, you are, you're pushing all the time. You try out some things, and you have to. You have to have the. But of course, as you get older, things. That's why I, I think it's good to to start young because uh, the the mind is fresh. Uh, when as uh, older you get, it's it's more and more hard to, because you you're, when you're coding your brain with the, the different motions, it takes longer time. Would you would you agree um, with this idea too that that when you start as a child, right, musical training, um, you do as you're told, right? Uh, your teacher yes. tells you to do this yeah. thing, and you repeat it, right? Not necessarily yes, understand right. it right, mentally why you're doing this, but if you started, mm. uh, let's say, like you did, 19 years old, you must have understood why you're doing it. And yes. even though you you start later, right, and your technical fluency to develop may take a longer time but your yes. mental capabilities are much better developed now and you are much more purposeful with your practice right you have motivation That's inner motivation yes which is a compensation from those childhood yes. years don't yes. you think yes yes that's right mm-hmm. you can use uh, your brain to to actually uh, make it more efficient and much more uh, you don't have to practice you can focus on what you what is necessarily yes. necessary to, 
and that's and that's the experience you have with you, so that you. Yes. Excellent idea. Perhaps can play what you want when it comes to the bottom line. (laughs) I'm I'm very delighted we met and we talked, and I hope people will will try their hand at uh, at composing. uh, Sometimes with pen uh, with pencil, right, and eraser on the (laughs) and using original digital device, which is our hands. Yes, that's yes, right. Yes, right. and uh, of course, organ playing, uh, and sometimes people can go further, can organize something, become impresario like like you are, connect people, connect ideas. Um, so great, uh, and uh, people probably would like to know more about you, your work, your compositions, uh, where they can find more about what you're doing. Uh, can you give us a link to uh, well, that's uh, a bit d- difficult because when all most of my uh, compositions are handwritten, I have them in manners by myself. Mm-hmm. And I used to say to people, if you would like my my pieces or something, you just contact me and I'll send them to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's actually I have some things on on editions, but it's not very much. So the best to do if you want to get interested in some of my music is to contact me I personally. See. What would be the best way f- uh, to contact uh, with you to you? Um, email probably, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that would be very fine. And uh, uh, can you spell your uh, email? Uh, well, it's T O. R E dot B J O R N dot L A R S E N and then the add oh, sign the mm-hmm. add, add sign and then hotmail dot com. Fantastic. Um, so it's my name actually, but the uh, in the middle name it's only Oh, not in Danish. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, would people enjoy looking at the website of your church, Saint Nikolai? Well, they, they, they can find some uh, thing about the concerts and mm-hmm. some of the music there. That's a, that's a possibility too. This is www.sct Nikolai, which is N I C O L A I, dash Kirke, which is K I R K E dot D K, Denmark. That's right. That's right. Fantastic. Anything else uh, uh, you wish our listeners to visit after this conversation? To visit. Yes. Well, they are always welcome to uh, to the church, and and uh, if they uh, ever get there and to a concert, uh, they will come up and see the, uh, uh, the the organ up at the puppeture. Puppet. Yes. So excellent, Thor. Thank you so much uh, for your generosity. It was very inspiring conversation. And uh, stay healthy this year and many years to come in order to create, produce and uh, inspire people. Thank you very much, Vidas. It was a pleasure. If you liked this conversation, 
I encourage you to visit my blog Secrets of Organ Playing at organduo.lt where you will find lots of insights, practical advice and training for every area of organ playing. You can subscribe to this blog for free to get your daily dose of inspiration and to be the first to know when any of my future podcasts roll out. I hope to help you reach your dreams in organ playing. I'm Vida Spinkavitus. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you online really soon.